Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody. Arch here, and it is Monday. Max, what's going on? Hey, back at it. I feel like I, I've, I've just been podcasting for way too long. Uh, I, I went all last week without missing an episode. I, I went Saturday from a goddamn hotel room, and then I even have to deal with sexy maxi shenanigans yesterday. So I am back this week. I don't anticipate to miss any time, but I know that someone has some vacation coming up, and he will be missing some time. So let's enjoy it while we can. Sex Panther. Four days. I'm three fourths of the way through this day already, and I'm looking forward to it. And then, you know, Max, I know you've taken vacation. Arch, I don't know what if you get to leave the country. If there's you're just blacklisted there, and they won't let you cross the border. But you know, when you go to vacation, you take time off, and then you come back. You're like, oh God, this sucks. And it kind of makes me wonder about somebody down in Tampa Bay, like. He just, he, he quit, right? He retired. He was done. Then he came back, and I don't think I don't think he's happy about it anymore, Max. Yeah, it's it's funny, too, because there was a, a lot of, uh, <laughs> a lot of, a lot of stuff went down with Tom Brady. We can say that in, in, in the offseason, right? I mean, it was uh, a whirlwind of an offseason. First off, he retired. It's like, holy shit, Tom Brady finally hanging it up. He's finally retiring. It seems like Giselle had finally gotten to him and said, hey, spend some time with the family. Like, you know, she she kind of put a pause on her modeling career, even though she made, what, a billion fucking dollars from it. I don't know how. Jesus. Just it's a world being... yeah, we, we're not really familiar <laughs> with. I, I really have no idea how that happened, but she is goddamn fucking rich beyond all belief, and she retired early, so good for her. But said, hey, Tom, spend some time with the kids. So it's like, all right, wow, Tom Brady, what hell of a career. You remember that? We had, the, we had the, like, man, the greatest quarterback of all time conversation. We had the, what a hell of a career. And then uh, then he came back. Like, oh, okay, well, that was fast. That was quick. I decided that he missed football. But then all the shenanigans with the Dolphins came about, which they lost a first-round pick for, for, mm. for tampering. Uh, well, let's throw that out there, that they tried to manipulate it to get Tom Brady and uh, Sean Payton down there in Miami. And so that would have been a fucking hell of a coup there. But anyway, he's, he's back, and he looks goddamn fucking miserable being back. <laughs> It's like, what the fuck did I do? And and you got to wonder is like, what's this got to do to Tampa Bay's Super Bowl chances or, or, you know, uh, is, is he going to be in the right head state? I think, I think he'll be fine. Right. I think it's just, again, it's preseason though. Right. It's preseason. So his, his head's not there quite yet. I think once, once the regular season comes around. This guy's going to be locked and loaded to win another title, and I think they've got a good chance. Uh, they're they're uh, in a weaker division. The NFC is is winnable. There's a handful of teams that they need to jump over in the NFC, and uh, again, he's he's the greatest quarterback of all time, and he's got a lot of weapons around him. Which you know, this is crazy. I saw this Panther. I don't know if you saw this. Is Mike Evans and Devontae Adams came into the league at the exact same time? 
Oh wow! And, and 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 who would you say is the better wide receiver? I mean, I think you'd clearly think it's Devonte Adams. You would clearly think so, but statistically, Mike Evans has better stats over his career than than, wow. than Devonte Adams. It's fucking insane when you look at. I think Devonte Adams has more receptions, but I think it's yards, uh, consecutive seasons with one thousand yards. I mean, like touchdowns. I think Mike Evans has has an edge on him as well. It's like it's crazy to think. It's like Mike Evans is a pretty fucking good wide receiver. I'm <laughs> just saying, you know. So I think once the regular season comes around, Tom Brady is going to flip that switch and be locked and loaded to win another fucking Super Bowl. And and I listen. I don't hate their chances. I know we haven't done our futures yet, uh, but right now he looks absolutely miserable, like he made the wrong fucking decision. It takes so much. It takes so much, right, to get up to this level to to want to do it. Ask Gronk. He knows. So he 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 didn't want to do it, uh, and Tom talked him into it. I don't know that you, if you're not a hundred percent in, you're out. Maybe he's a hundred percent in. Maybe he's just bored. I mean, he's forty-five years old. He's been doing this for over twenty years. He sits out pretty much every single preseason. Like, what do we expect him to do? He's not going to take. He's not taking any snaps during games. Um, he's just you know maybe just throwing this out there. Maybe he misses his best friend. Right. This is like the first season and a dozen years where there's no Gronk in the huddle with him. Uh, but uh, listen, I think he's just going through the motions. There's, there's no real competitive juices, um, you know, at least for Tom Brady and Tampa Bay. They're just, you know, trying to get through these three games, not getting hurt and uh, set up for week one and be ready, ready to go. I just got this image in my head of when you said that he misses his best friend, that he's going to be like walking on a beach and his hat's going to fly off and there's Gronk working on a boat and they're going to see each other and smile, right? A la Shawshank, you know, you know, <laughs> that's my picture in the head. It's like when, when Brady finally retires, that that's going to be the image. Of course, more than likely, it's going to be Gronk on a yacht surrounded by beautiful women spraying champagne everywhere. But, you know, you get yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's you, you see what I'm going at. Uh, by the way, pulled up their stats. Here you go. Mike Evans career, 9,301 yards. Devonte Adams eight thousand one hundred twenty one got got him by by over what uh one thousand two hundred yards right uh touchdowns Mike Evans seventy five Devonte Adams seventy three so again reception wise yeah it's uh Devonte Adams has six sixty nine nice and uh, Mike Evans has six oh six so average you know fifteen point three yards per per reception versus twelve point one you could argue. Mike Evans, the better wide receiver than Devontae Adams. Uh, I don't, just I don't all know those yeah. years of Jameis Winston. Jameis <laughs> Winston able to complete passes, but, but not get it into the end zone, right? Yeah. <laughs> Ugh, that's not a hill I want to die on, Max. You can take that hill. Yeah, so here here's the thing with with Devontae Adams though is he started his career off very slow. Like his first couple of seasons, not so good. And then, you know, once once he picked it up, I mean, last year he had fifteen hundred fucking uh yards and the year before that fourteen hundred. So uh, in a season he's had more uh well, let's see, two thousand eighteen uh Mike Evans had fifteen twenty-four. So yeah, but I, I'm just saying, like Tom Brady's got some weapons around him. I, I you know, I, I think that yeah, one once once this fucking preseason bullshit is over with, uh, I think he'll be ready to go. Or is the preseason? Does the preseason matter, guys? L- listen, let's continue this argument or continue this discussion from last week. Because over in the book club, uh, 
Kyle from Out of Bounds, a uh, podcast on our DGen network, had uh, taken uh, me and Panther to task, saying that uh, well, let's find this exact quote. Let's let's read this quote because I I I really was taken aback by the 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 language that he said. This is I'm listening to yesterday's episode and how crazily uneducated, uneducated. Man, uneducated Mad Max Mortlock and Sex Panther sound talking about how the preseason is meaningless. So, uh, again, uh, we're uneducated, Panther. First off, there's that. Um, I don't know. I, I, ne- I never asked him uh, what, what college he went to. It's probably Rutgers. I'm more than like the Rutgers. Not Notre Dame. He did not go to Notre Dame. Tony Soprano, you, baby. Uh, <laughs> he, pro- he probably went to Rutgers or, or Stockton. It's one of the two. Uh, anyway, so so Kyle call, t- taking us to task about how the preseason is mean. If the preseason means so much, guys, it is time to fire Mike McCarthy. Just fire him right now. Did you see this? 17 penalties in this preseason game for the Cowboys? Oh, this is this is indicative of, of how the regular season is going to go. You got to fire him right now. Just this is it. Mike McCarthy watch starts today, ladies and gentlemen, because the preseason means so fucking much. Well, that's that's Cowboy fans for you, right? They they want to win at all costs, even if it is meaningless games. But let, let's be honest here. I, I went and checked the box score, right? No Dak. No Zeke, no none of the starting wide receivers. Hell, who even knows if their offensive line started? Um, so the Cowboy fans are delusional. I don't know if the some of them were even alive the last time the Cowboys actually uh, won a playoff game or went to a Super Bowl. But uh, it, it's the Mike McCarthy thing, I I get it, but I don't get it. Uh, there's just so much going on here with the Cowboys, but they didn't play any of this. Nobody is playing any of their starters, which goes us back to the argument of whether or not preseason matters. Arch? It does now. 100% preseason matters. We have four extra weeks to try and build momentum to get rid of Mike McCarthy. <laughs> so, yes, that absolutely matters. Yeah, I'm, I'm all, there should be more preseason games now. We need six weeks so we can try and get, get everybody behind firing Mike McCarthy. <laughs> I, I I think I think Aaron Rodgers can get on that uh, that sentiment as yeah, well. Maybe, I think so maybe too. Give him a fucking couple of seasons of misery. <laughs> um, I listen. I I I will stand by what I said last week. Is for the veterans, for the people that have played in the NFL, for the guys that have taken hits in an NFL regular season game, preseason games don't matter yes they need to practice yes they need to do all the otas and 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 have the the chemistry with their teammates especially with the free agency and and trades and stuff like that you get new to i get that yes you need time before a regular season game to get that going i think it is a risk you put your players in jeopardy by putting them out in a fucking preseason game if you don't need to if a player gets injured during a regular season game i will take that any fucking day because you know what at least those games matter you got 17 fucking regular season games to get into the playoffs or to try to you know get get in into the the spot to win a championship so if you lose a player during the regular season at least they were battling in a fucking game that matters if you lose them in the goddamn preseason it was pointless I feel like some of the things that the NFL has done has led us to the place where these preseason games are pointless at least for the veterans I don't disagree that 
the rookies need to be in there. The the practice squad guys need to be in there. Um, they need to take those hits. They need to know the playbook. They need to be get ready. But the veterans, I'll go back to last year, first season of 17 games. It, it wouldn't see, surprise me that nobody's going to say this out loud probably, but that first week, that 17th game, it was basically a preseason game. Remember last year, Aaron Rodgers was dog shit. They went down to New Orleans and got just absolutely mm-hmm. killed, right? And then they still ended up going like 14-3, and three, and he won an MVP. Uh, I, we're going to see some bad football the first couple of weeks, and I know for a fact we saw bad football um, last year in the first couple of weeks because, no, they didn't have the chemistry down. They didn't have the timing down. But so to Kyle's point, yes, that's important, but it's not important enough to do it when the games don't matter. So we'll go ahead and eat these first couple of games. Everybody's kind of playing with the same playing field because nobody nobody is out there running out their starters in these three preseason games. So, yeah, I stand – I'm with Max. God, that never happens. But I stand firmly with Max with our statement, preseason games do not matter. No, I, I still agree. I don't think preseason matters. I mean, it matters to the owners. That's the only reason we still have four fucking preseason games. Money! Yeah, because they don't want to lose the gates. That's it. Right. That's the only reason. Otherwise, they would negotiate um, fewer preseason. And they probably will. You know they're sniffing for 20. That's their goal is to get 20 mm. fucking games out of this Jesus. whole thing. You know it is. That's... It's the long con, man. It's a nice round number, by the way. Yeah. yeah 17 just seems a little fucking odd. You, you get that round number, then you can have a team. Yeah, bring back Jeff Fisher if you get 20, because then you can get a team go 10 and 10. Mm. Right? I mean, that's 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 the end game for Jeff Fisher is to get back to an even number so he can be a 500 fucking coach in, in the NFL. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't disagree about the ownership trying to make a little extra cash in the preseason uh you still get the parking you still get the concessions even if you're only you know selling out to like what you know a third of the stadium or whatever you're still getting a little bit of that revenue there i do think that there's people that do go to these preseason games because the regular season games are a tad bit too expensive or they you know they they can get um better seats in a preseason game and right. you know if, if you got little kids it doesn't fucking matter if you're going to a regular season game or not it's just football's football right it's like oh look you know you don't fucking know who the players are it's just like ah yeah those fucking uh, joe montana out there you know there you go that, that guy right there he's he's he's, he's amazing yeah trust me trust me trust me yeah who's joe montana the kids ask yeah, all the time, all the time. You know, let me regale you about stories about Joe Montana. He was Tom Brady before Tom Brady was Tom Brady. And soon people are going to be like, who's Tom Brady? No Maybe not. Maybe, listen, Tom Brady might be going until he's 70. Yeah. Like, our, the next generation of fucking people might know who Tom Brady is. Um, I, I It floors me when, when like you know you see the younger generation still questioning about Michael Jordan. It's like, oh, you the shoe guy? <laughs> he's, he's the guy on the shoes? You know? <laughs> like, oh, Jesus. Anyway, um, preseason. I agree with you, Kyle. Matters. 100%. Fire Mike McCarthy. Uh, <laughs> <and fire laughs> Mike McCarthy. Let's take a quick break. Let us talk about DJ gear. No, we don't have a Fire Mike McCarthy shirt yet. Yeah. But we've got a Zeke Physique shirt, and I think that might uh, be tied into Mike McCarthy's success or failure because these guys, these Dallas Cowboys, paid one Ezekiel Elliott a ton of money, and we happen to have a shirt that has nothing to do with him. Nothing whatsoever. The color scheme, the shape of the fella, nothing to do with Ezekiel Elliott. In fact, that's called Zeke Physique. Pure coincidence. And you can wear that pure coincidence. If you go to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com, click on the little D-Gen shop icon. You buy our gear. You keep the lights on around here and you go full D-Gen. Guess who's back? 
back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJs. Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said done all right baseball baseball still doing this fucking thing right still doing baseball you should uh, be happy you're having a pretty good month overall i am having a pretty good month especially because you don't count the sunday episodes mm-hmm. that yeah, was your call yeah. this is your call back yeah. in like june that sunday is yes. outside of the canon it, it is it's not canonical and i'm glad because whew, bad day yesterday <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's, try to, let's try to continue on uh, my good streak of last week uh baltimore toronto uh, Orioles kind of hit a little bump in the road in the playoffs. They've lost two of the last three uh, to the Rays. They lost that rando singular fucking game against the Red Sox. And now those divisional losses have pushed them back of Toronto, back of Tampa and the AL East. But they're still in it. They're st- they still have a chance. And I think they got a chance to make up some ground to start off the week. A three-game set against the Blue Jays today. Orioles going to put Kyle Bradish on the mound, taking on Yusuai Kayuchi. No, I messed that one up. It's Kikuchi. Okay, you see, you see Kikuchi, you see Kikuchi. There you go. You see Kikuchi. Uh, the rookie Brand <laughs> Bradish for the Orioles. Not out to a good start to his career, but he has a chance to notch a win today against a very hittable. You see Kikuchi. Do you see? Do you see him? I see him. Toronto slumping right now, and even that home field advantage kind of taking a hit recently. I think the value is on the Orioles here. Ten dollar bet on Baltimore. Not a game I'm on. I, I don't like the the pitching matchup. Both pitchers are really below subpar. Kikuchi's been the weak link in the Blue Jays rotation all season long. Baltimore is very capable of generating some hits and runs. I, I think Baltimore does have a chance here. I, I just can't help but feel like. Toronto have the better players, the better offense, the the higher upside. I expect Toronto to win, but I'm not going to lay any chalk on this game. I'm laying off of it. A lean on the Blue Jays. All right. I agree with you, Max, 100% on this one. The Orioles have all the value in the world here, especially when they're going to win. <laughs> I've got them winning about 52% of the time. Give me Baltimore plus 140 for 14 bucks. 
Yeah, and if you want that 140, I feel like you got to jump on that 140 soon. It is dropping. Most books have this down to 135, 132 at, uh, yeah, some books as well. So keep an eye on that. I think the 140 is a hell of a value. Uh, last one up for me. Let us talk. Kikuchi's former team, Seattle Mariners, is taking on the Los Angeles Anaheim Angels of Anaheim, California. California, Anaheim, something like that. Uh, Shohei Otani has given up more than two earned runs only three times this season. Yet, this dude's record is only 10-7. and seven. And that's going to be part of the frustration <laughs> he must have playing for the Angels. And I know the Mets have been talking about trading for Shohei. Uh, Shohei, don't do it. If you look at Jacob deGrom's career, it's, it's rife with him pitching gems and, and not getting the run support. So... Just, just saying, Shohei. Uh, Anaheim has been playing better as of late, though. They've won seven of their last ten games. Uh, took two of four from this very same Seattle team, what, a couple weeks ago. Mariners going to counter today with their trade deadline acquisition, Luis Castillo. Uh, both of his Seattle starts, I don't know if you've looked at Castillo's sta- uh, starts since joining the Mariners, were against the Yankees, another team that kind of coveted him, <laughs> wanted to trade for him. Well, maybe they should have because he went out and pitched really fucking well and won both those games for the Mariners against the Yankees. And I like him. I like Castillo to go toe-to-toe with Shohei today, keep Seattle in this one, and ultimately I think the Mariners' offense will come through in the end to secure the win. So a $10 bet on Seattle. I was getting a plus line there. No, I don't no. know if I'm getting a plus no, line no, anymore. No. I am. I'm eating a little bit of chalk here. That fucking thing has plummeted. God damn. Uh, still, I'll do it. Uh, $10 bet on Seattle. I love this game. I love this pitching matchup. I want to watch it, but I don't want to bet it. I actually think Castillo and Otani can go toe to toe and it becomes a bullpen game in, in the last third of the game and as you guys remember all the way back at the beginning of the season the angels are a fucking train wreck when it comes to their bullpen uh so yeah i'll lean the minesweepers but i wasn't on this game i'm leaning the angels i think (laughs) this line's moved so much i'd have to redo it real quick to see but uh i I, for the show for the show purposes i'll lean the angels here but i'm not betting this game and yeah you're right the angels bullpen it's almost yankee-esque (laughs) (laughs) all right man that's it what you got Panther? i got three we got another good pitching matchup let's talk about the fathers going to south beach take on the fucking fish the team that we love to bet on your favorite sandy alcantara going to take the mound with his 2.01 going against joe musgrove so we like i said we got a really good pitching matchup here which means it comes down to the hitting and the Padres, uh, you know, now they're, well, they already didn't have Tatis, but now they guaranteed don't have him for the rest of the season. But uh, listen, I think the, the up and down bipolar tendencies of this offense is still a higher upside than the just complete dog shit. That is the Marlins offense. Uh, they just cannot put up any runs. I think that the, San Diego can get it done. It's not too chalky. Probably we'll call that the Alcantara factor. So let me give it $13 on San Diego. Yeah, tons of moral support here. I probably should be on this one with you, and uh, I'll spare you from jumping on it because we know how that happens when I fucking bet on a game that I hadn't meant to bet on. But uh, yeah, I like the Padres here. I think you're totally right. That uh, is favorable line because of the Alcantara factor. one of the things we haven't talked about for San Diego is uh, the loss of Tatis Jr. I mean, he had he'd been injured anyway, but then, you know, he got hit with that 80-game suspension for 
PED use, right? You'd say, uh, I don't know, um, whatever, a banned substance. So, uh, definitely going to be without Tatis Jr. for the rest of the season. So, it's kind of good that they made that one Soto trade. Uh, and I think their offense, even though it's not playing to the best of its abilities, is still muddier than the Marlins. So, a more support lean on the Padres with you. Yep. I'm in the same situation. I'm leaning the Padres here. Is it minus 132? Yeah. Minus 132. Yeah. A solid lean on the Padres. I think you're right. I think you cash this. Next game up, we're going to talk about Max's team that he will not bet. The Mets are going to Atlanta. Another pretty decent pitching matchup. Carlos Carrasco going against Strider for the Braves. Strider's kind of regressed a little bit, and I think that's only because all he does is strike people out. And he throws it right down the heart of the play, and people have kind of gotten to him. And I don't know if that necessarily happens today, but my issue is the line is so heavy on the Braves that I got to take the value play and jump on the Mets. So give me 13 bucks on that plus line with the Mets. I don't know, man. I I kind of like the Braves in this one. This is a tough fucking uh, stretch of games for the Mets, and this is really going to test their mettle to see if they are uh, contenders or not. Um it's 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 a really you know I I, I want to see the Mets best versus the Braves best. I don't think we're quite getting that in this game. So uh, you know we we shall see as this uh, series progresses. Uh, who do we got tomorrow for them? I think that's a better uh, that's Taiwan Walker versus I don't know Charlie Morton. I don't know. Are we going to see any other fucking best versus the best uh, Wednesday? Yeah. Uh, Should be Scherzer Odorizzi. <laughs> we're not going to see the best of the best i don't think of these uh maybe we'll have to wait um uh, listen carrasco uh, 13 and 4 this year not not too fucking bad uh but i think the braves grab this one a lean on atlanta yeah i'm gonna lean atlanta ever so slightly on this one it's close at the minus what is it 45 minus 145 minus 141 or or minus 160 okay whatever yeah lean the braves one more game for me. The Astros are going to Chicago. We've been shitting on the White Sox pretty much all season long. This is like the most 500 team you've ever seen. I, I saw a stat. Uh, it was a later or earlier last week, but uh, they were saying I uh, went through this at the point that they did the stat. They were 500 this season. If you went back for their last 162 games, they were 81 and 81. If you went back 200 games, they were 100 and 100. Like they are literally the most 500 team you're going to find in Major League Baseball. But they do have Johnny Cueto. He's going to pitch today with his 2.91 ERA going against Jose Urquidy, who got off to a rough start. But, man, he has been basically Verlander-esque his last month or so. Uh, I, this is another one of those situations like Alcantara and the Fish where I think Cueto is giving me a very favorable line with the Astros. I just trust the Astros offense way more than the White Sox. So give me $13 on Houston. A lot to unpack in this one. First off, yeah, I feel bad for fucking Cueto, right? You know, here he goes. He thinks he goes to a, another World Series contender, and this team just does not show up when he pitches. He's he's having a really good fucking season, and his win-loss record does not show for it. So I feel bad for the fucker. Um, but uh, looking at this game specifically, I, I don't know what to make of it, Panther. Uh, the money is hammering the Astros. This line has gotten better for them, so... It's a, you know you open up that fresh bottle in the morning of trappish undertones and and mm-hmm. that's what you get here. Uh, I don't like it whatsoever. I'll lean the White Sox with that plus line, but I'm not touching this. Yeah, all things being equal, I'm leaning the Astros here, but I don't like the line movement to this at all. I'm surprised the Panther senses aren't tingling on this one. 
Uh, no, I mean, I don't see movement. I just see lines. But the Cueto's been pitching so well, I, I figured that was what was impacting the gotcha. sun. Gotcha. That's all I got. Got one more to look at here. We're going up, I do believe. Yes, we're going to Minnesota. The Royals. I haven't been on the Royals in a long time. Uh, the Royals are plus 170 against the Minnesota Twins. And Twins are minus 185, minus 200 in that range. Twins are not doing so hot lately. The Royals actually don't look half bad sometimes. I'm going to bet the Royals 14 bucks on Kansas City. You remember what happened yesterday? What did I say? Royals three and out. Royals three and out with the Dodgers. <laughs> they got their asses kicked in the first two and they won the third. You knew it was going to happen. Uh, listen, I don't know, man. Uh, I, I I was looking at this one earlier. I was trying to decide if I, if I was going to bet the Royals or not with that big plus line. I, you know, I just I just can't. Uh, I'll give you some moral support here, but uh, I, this game could go fuck itself. Yeah, I don't, I, if this was in Kate uh, Coffin Stadium, I'd probably be all over the Royals here. But on the road against Joe Ryan, I, I think the 195 is is way too heavy. So you're either on the Royals or not betting it, and I'm not betting it. All right, couple comments here, and of course, you know, I made some adjustments to the broadcaster. We're broadcasting in glorious 720p instead of 1080. We're still getting dropped frames. So well, good. then go th then go back to the 1080, and then we'll fucking yeah, at least we'll look good while dropping those fucking frames. I think I think we'll talk about some changes here after the show. Uh, Ken Brown says, "Good morning, everyone." Good morning, Ken Brown. Good morning. How Thanks you for doing, listening, Ken? watching, and all that shit. Iceberg says, "Give him the White Sox on the money line." Good morning, Iceberg. Thanks for uh, fading Panther. Per his usual. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we got comments wise. Maybe they're still, you know, trying to catch up as the stream keeps freezing here. Yeah. Uh, what did we talk about today, boys? We talked about Tom Brady. Is he going to be up for the regular season or is this it? Is he really retired in his mind? We talked about preseason and Mike McCarthy. Any time we have more weeks to generate interest in firing Mike McCarthy, it's a good thing. So preseason is now uh, all right in my book. And we talked about baseball. Max, that is it. That is it. You know what? I am I'm over at looking at Tom Brady MVP odds. Uh, plus 800 to win the MVP this year. I think I'm going to throw a couple bucks on Tom Brady. He's checked out. That means he's going to have a hell of a fucking year. <laughs> uh, let us know what you think about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter where you listen to that, please. Highest rating, come subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Panther, take us home. We agreed on the Mariners, I believe, right? So, uh, yeah, Seattle. I leaned them. I didn't bet them, but good you can enough, have Seattle. Enough. It was agreement. It was agreement. Yeah. yeah. Right? Arch, what do you like? Orioles. Baltimore. I'll put a little healthy plus line in this parlay and take the Mets. So we got Seattle, Baltimore, and the Mets. That is your DGen parlay. We're hanging out on Facebook every once in a while. I like to make a little post or some videos that I see. We're on Twitter. Lord of Arcola keeps us very, very busy in there. But everyone, it is the Discord. It is the book club. You got to get in there and shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name. And we will holler right back. 
agree with me and Max, throw Kyle under the bus. But most importantly, let us know what you did over the weekend, what you're going to do today, and when it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. Iceberg says put the White Sox in the parlay, too. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.